Hey Rojo family, this is Mark. And this is Austin. And we want to welcome you to Life with Rojo. Man, already Valentine's Day. Tell me, I can't believe we're halfway through February. Already. I thought you were going to say halfway through the year. Yeah. Like, it kind of feels that way. Yes, yeah, it's been a long year so far, but um, you know, it's 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 been good. We've, we've already had every weather change possible yeah. in Tennessee, so that's been interesting. And uh, just coming off a big weekend. You know, we had the Super Bowl this weekend. You know, this is the first year, like, and probably like five or six years, I have not, I didn't watch any of the Super Bowl at all. Like, no commercials, no halftime show, none of the game. Did you watch it? I watched uh, the first three quarters of it, and um, my kids actually wanted to watch it. They've never wanted to watch it. Nobody in my family knows or cares anything about football. And, um,. But we watched it, and it was basically, my kids said there was something they saw on Instagram that uh, the winner of the game predicted who the next president's going to be. So um, that's why they okay. wanted to watch it. And from what they saw, I think if um, the Chiefs won, it was mm-hmm. supposed to be President Biden. And if the 49ers won, it was supposed to be President Trump. So, uh, you know, from, from Instagram, they, they made a prediction on, on who's going to be the next president. So I'm assuming Biden then supposed to be the next. Yeah, 49ers came in, or uh, 49ers lost it late. You know, they started off strong and kind of fell apart a little bit. What was it? Was it 25, 22? Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I I went to bed before that. Um, Valid. I watched a little bit of the um, halftime show. Okay. And uh, how was that? It was it was different. Um, You know, I. I feel like some people were really excited about it and really into it. Um, I kind of watched for the commercials. And uh, there was a Jesus commercial on there um, about... uh, It had a lot of feet. And it was like Jesus washed Hmm. feet. So I think it was kind of one of those things to like love everybody type thing. But it it was kind of cool to have a, a faith message out there. I don't know anything about the organization. Wonder they had like an Instagram poll to see like if the Jesus commercial would predict when he's actually coming back the second time. Uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, there's been a few of those predictions over time, right? <laughs> so a few. I think they've all been wrong, but um, I hope. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's gonna be a shock to a bunch of people. <laughs> right. Like, well, but yeah, you got big. Uh, you know, talking about Valentine's Day, you have big week plans. Man, you, you know, my my big thing is we don't really do. Uh, Valentine's Day or any of the like, no offense to anybody, but fake holidays. Um, we don't do any of that, but what I really like to do is the day after Valentine's, get all the treats half off, and I'll usually get the kids oh, yeah. something then. Oh, so. yeah. We're like same 5% off a yeah. lot of times. Like Walgreens or CVS, it's like same 5 8% off the right. next day. But I mean, they're not, they're not really pushing candy. I don't think that's where they're making their money there. So uh, mm-hmm. they can go the 75% that's quick. True. That's true. So. You can probably go ahead and get your Thanksgiving decorations at Walmart, though. The way they roll through things, you know, they're they're, they're just moving on to that next thing. So, um, I feel like you ever been to Hobby Lobby? I've been to Hobby Lobby. I think they're the worst at that. Like they'll put out the next season's like decorations like four months in advance. Well, they also are one of those places that try to make you feel good, like you're getting a good deal. But everything starts 50% off. Like, right. you, you know, there's never anything that's been a full price no. in that store. No. So, Well, it looks like we had some questions, I think, that came through oh, nice. from last week. I'm just pulling some stuff up. I know one, we talked about, like, robots and how they're kind of slightly starting to take over the service industry and things like that. Super and, creepy. Didn't you say, didn't you show me, like, someone sent you a video of a robot at a hot dog restaurant? Am I making that up? I think you are. Um, I did send you one about a robot um, dog that was a guard at a Mercedes dealership. And, um, yeah, so so basically at the Mercedes dealership at night, there's just, like, roving robot dogs uh, coming around. And that would be so creepy. That would be very creepy. Why I thought it was a hot dog restaurant in Atlanta. Well, Maybe there I saw that. There are Maybe some I, dogs that they call hot dogs or wiener dogs. Maybe it's I didn't a, actually a watch the hound. video. I think I just saw the t- 
title. I think that's how much of our life goes, you, where um, you just kind of <laughs> pick a little piece and kind of go with it. I don't, I don't think I can argue with that. That's right? what's sad but true. I don't think I can argue with that. But no, robot dog. Yeah. Like guard that's dog. Cool. I mean, think about going over the fence, and you're just trying to look at a Mercedes. You're not trying to do anything wrong, but like you right. don't want to go during the day because you don't want to deal with a salesman. Right. And then you get attacked by a robot dog. Like, like what's it? Does it bark? I, 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 I imagine, calls, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I don't think they're calling on the phone. They're still dogs. Right. Well, it's ish. Ish. But, I mean, would they be considered, like, if there was a line at the DMV for robots and one for dogs, which line do you think they'd go in? That's a good point. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I'll have to go back and watch that video. Yeah, you, you probably should. When I send you things, <laughs> they're usually good stuff. Um, so we appreciate that video courtesy of uh, Donnie. Donnie okay. sent that. Yeah. Very nice. Well, um, you know, we also had some questions about uh, paper clips. You know, one of the questions we asked the Rojo family is, uh, how many paper clips should a person own? Do you have any answers on that? I know we talked about that a little bit last week, and... We were, you know, saying like teachers probably own what, like what was that, like twenty thousand? They may own twenty thousand in their lifetime, something like that. I feel yeah. like you're just thinking a random number. I don't know if we actually said that or not. That. We didn't even talk. About I feel that. like it was more like fifteen hundred or something. Someone talked but... about twenty thousand paper clips, <laughs> or maybe were you here knows? last you know, week? I may be on some pain meds. I'm really not sure. <laughs> Sad thing, I wasn't on pain meds. I probably right, should have been. Right. We did get a response from a Brittany. She says, I think a person should have one box. How many paper clips does a person really need? Okay. I mean, I think that's valid. I think valid. that's to the point. Um, I, I've, yeah. The person that we're referencing on these paper clips, I just learned today that they had to get a separate storage unit solely for their abundance of paper clips. I mean, that's a lot. You ever seen the show Hoarders? I have. On like TLC or Netflix. I forgot what station it comes on. It may be on Netflix too, but I think it comes on TV. But I'm, this person, whoever she may be, I, she might be a good candidate. Yeah. She had to get a storage unit for just just paper clips. I think her family's needing an intervention for her. So I, something. Yeah. I mean. That's tough. It is tough. Michi. 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 He oh. said 30. So I'm assuming that just means 30 individual paper clips, probably not 30 boxes. I think it's 30 individual paper clips, but it made me a little surprised, Michi. And I'm wondering, um, you know, we, we know that Michi's from Germany. We don't know a whole lot about Michi. He's, he's part of the Rojo family, but he, um, I'm wondering if maybe they don't have paper in Germany. I mean, they're pretty ahead of the times. I mean, you look at, all, they have all these, they have all these like, Advanced, like you know, stores. So I guess they have like, Aldi. They just do all like electronic. I guess they have Aldi and Trader Joe, right? Because they're owned by the same people. But like into all these is like they're brilliant with their whole like shopping cart system. Yeah, you ever been like they don't ever lose carts because you have to pay a quarter to use it, it but you get the quarter back. But that's like the most important quarter in people's lives. Oh, like yeah. like you see people and they don't have their quarter, they'll turn around and go to another store and they want that quarter back, like. I know people who keep a quarter in their car and they refer to it as their Aldi's quarter. Like in their like, little middle thing. console. <laughs> I'm not, not joking. It's like, oh, that's my quarter for Aldi. Well, you can't one, use that. One question we need to ask Michi, and maybe Michi can let us know because none of us are that familiar with Germany, is like, is Aldi a huge thing there? Or is it just like kind of your run-of-the-mill regular grocery store and we just, you know, brought it to America? That's a good point. Yeah. Because I wonder about that. You know, it's like... Yeah. You know, McDonald's is kind of everywhere, but then there's some things that are huge here, but I imagine if they uh, are in another place, you know, maybe it's not so special, like um, Bucky's, for instance. Mm -hmm. You know how, like, our Bucky's are just enormous and huge, and it's, like, the biggest. Right. right. They have some Bucky's that are, like, the small little gas stations that you really don't want to go into after hours. Really? Where? Yeah. Like, Texas. Texas. Yeah. That's where they originated, right? Right, right. Isn't the largest Bucky's supposed to be in Sevierville? Is that the largest one they built? I think so, but I think they're building another one that's even bigger. I think really? it's just we're at the point now that we just got to keep getting bigger, bigger, and, bigger. And they'll probably have one on the moon one day if if we can actually land that's, on the moon. But that's going to be down the road. It's another conversation <laughs> for another, <laughs> yeah. another week. 
But uh, but yeah, Aldi's a pretty big deal. I feel like at least in the southeast, most yeah. people and Trader Joe's too. People love Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's, it's like the the whole food and Aldi had a baby. Say say that one more time. Like Trader Joe's is whole food and Aldi had a baby. Okay, I can see yeah, where you're coming from. Yeah. But anyways, Michi, let us know <laughs> what's all these like in Germany and Trader Joe's. I think it'd be... He probably, they probably don't add an S. They I think that's the southern thing we do. Like, Trader we add Joe's. S on everything. Is it not like, Trader I'm going Joe's? To, no, Trader no, Joe? you said Aldi's. I think it's just Aldi. I think, oh, I think you're right. And it's like, you know, like, I've had people say Target's. Walmart's. Yeah. Uh, My grandmother used to say that. Like, really southern yeah, people yeah. will, like, they like add down some to the Walmart's. Got a big day at the Walmart's. <laughs> moving on we're gonna move on uh so caitlin rose one of our teacher friends she said the average person 300 for a teacher going back to paper clips 2000 in the, like an, i guess their career i would have guessed more i still would have guessed like 5000 minimum we agreed on 1500 last week I, well and i think that was i think, your, I think that was your proposal <laughs> no i'm pretty sure i said like like over like thousands Producer Caitlin here. Let's listen to last week's audio to settle this debate. So I guess to answer the question, maybe like ten to fifteen thousand for a teacher. Yeah, and then maybe for the average civilian, a thousand. Yeah, let's say a thousand max. That might be. I think beyond that, you're a paperclip glutton. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Fifteen hundred is over a thousand. Well, like thousand. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not North Carolina right. <laughs> education system where that's fine, but. They they still okay. have like movie stores in North Carolina, but government offices five hundred thousand. That's a lot. That's a lot. I I think that's what our friend may have rated to be able to um, fill their uh, storage facility. Potentially, that's a lot of paperclips. Yeah, but how many boxes does five hundred thousand paperclips fit in? That can't be that many boxes. Um, I'm guessing. Five, let's say a thousand. A thousand boxes? A th- yeah, like 500 paper clips per box. I feel like that's kind of underestimating. Like, paper clips are not that. Maybe at that. I mean, I don't know. But it just sounds like. Maybe we need to get this teacher to send it in next week because now I'm curious. I wonder how much that weighs. I don't know. Like 100 pounds? 200 pounds? I'd say, well, I'd say at least 100. Hmm. 500,000 paper clips. That's a lot of paper clips. That's too many. That's, yeah. Like, you know how many, like, people can be helped with that many paper clips? I don't, but you can tell. <laughs> I don't know how you could help people with paper clips. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I feel like we could help somebody with paper clips. Maybe like I'm thinking back to the boxes though. Like surely maybe maybe like thirty boxes. So you think they have just boxes. a random number per box? I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's uniformed. I think they have machines that count them out. They don't have like twelve year olds out there counting paper clips. That'd be a... interesting. Okay, hundred thousand. <laughs> well. I think that's all the questions or comments we had from last week. Did you have anything different? No, but we do have a very special Valentine request for this week. And um, why don't you go ahead and share that with us? Oh, that's right. From Hadassah uh, Bayless. hope I'm saying your name correctly. Yeah, she wrote last week, possible question for the next podcast. Mark, tell us how you met Brittany. And Austin and Mark make predictions for Austin's future spouse. <laughs> I'm talking time frame, personality type, anything you're comfortable with. Wow. Oh, that's a wow. This I mean, a very boring uh, conversation. No, but. no. I mean, this this could be really good. So um, I'll start with mine real quick, right? Yeah. So I was in the military, and I was like helping out a local recruiting office. Kind of had like a couple weeks of leave, and be able to help out, and um, I went to this junior college and saw Brittany, walked past her, and, I mean, just dumbfounded. You know, like, just, I mean, beautiful. Like, she smiled, everything. It was, like, perfect. Beautiful. 
and walked past her and she went into the school and I, I was coming out to the car to get something and I was like oh man I just messed up like this is something special I need to talk to this girl so then I turn around and go in and I start going classroom to classroom just to try and find her and it was kind of creepy because I'm looking in all the windows of different classrooms so mm -hmm. I don't think the teachers were really big fans probably not yeah never found her so hmm. then she, I was like, man, I missed my opportunity. And I walked outside, but she had gone outside to try to see me. And I think part of it's because I was taller in my military boots. She didn't realize how short I was. <laughs> but, um, you know, so, so she came out there and I, I was so nervous to talk to her. So I got in this little rental car that I had. And it was like this little kind of purple, like, Geo car, mm -hmm. like Geo Metro. And um, it, was, it was a tough look, right? Okay. And I rolled up next to her, and I was like, hey, do you want to join the Army? <laughs> and she didn't. Um, okay, well. And I was like, well, maybe you have some friends that would like to. And, and she didn't. And I was like, well, maybe. And she's like, do you want my number? And at that point, like, I was so embarrassed. And, you know, because she knew exactly what I wanted, but she was just allowing me to embarrass myself further. And I was like, yeah, you know, and, and, and it was definitely not that smooth, right? And I knew there was something special because I'd never had a problem talking to um, females before, mm -hmm. but I did today or on that day. And um, so I had a phone, and, and back, you probably don't remember this, but back in the day, phones had buttons, and uh, they weren't just smartphones <laughs> with a clear screen, and um, and so what we what I did is I kept trying to type in her phone number, and I I wasn't able to do it. I was shaking so bad because I was so nervous. So then to embarrass me even more, she took the phone from me so she could type in her number. So we got the wow. number, got that handled, and I was like, "Hey, can can I give you a call later?" And she said, well, I'm going into class, so it's going to be a while. It's like a two-hour class. And I was like, well, what are you doing tonight? Do you want to go out? And she's like, no. And I was like, well, what about tomorrow night? No. And I was like, well, why don't you just call me when you can? And then she goes, I don't call guys. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so I left. She went to class. And about 30 minutes later, I called her. <laughs> and, of course, she didn't answer because she was in class. And uh, ended up connecting with her that night, called her later on. And, I mean, we talked for hours. And then we went on our first date the next day. And the next day, um, we were both talking about, like, family plans, life plans. And, you know, at that point, we, we knew we were going to marry each other. And uh, we dated for two weeks and got married. So so you you guys on the second date were already talking about... No, it was the first, first date. First yeah, date. Yeah. Talking about, like... Your family together, or just what you wanted as for a family? No, just just everything together. Like even um, that, I wanted, her, you, you know, she wanted to be able to raise her kids at home, and and you know, be a stay at home mom while the kids are home and everything. And then uh, that's what I wanted too, and you know, wow. just everything gelled. Like you've seen me eat, and I'm an eater, and mm -hmm. I didn't touch my food that night. Like we wow. were just talking and such good conversation and had so much fun and um during that two-week period we went out almost every day and then um we ended up getting married in two weeks yeah so what what happened was we had that two-week period mm -hmm. and then i had to go on a six-month deployment and the day i got back from the six-month deployment we got okay. married but we didn't oh, talk okay. to each other during any of it so we had only seen each other for a two-week period oh you weren't able to communi communicate mm -mm. all mm -mm. while you were out no wow that's a pretty cool story. I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So it's crazy and, and like she's only aside from like a little like I Alright, I had an elementary school girlfriend, but it was really because her brother had a trampoline and uh I would go play on the trampoline with him every day and uh you know, she'd get mad. She's like, Maybe we should do stuff. I was like, Well, we don't fight, so like if we keep it up like this, we can always have a good relationship well, without fighting. That would point. Yeah. But um and then her mom made me stop coming over because she felt like I was using her for the trampoline, which, which I was. You were. Yeah. And then I had like one other girlfriend before Brittany and, and that was it. Wow. So Brittany's only like the second real girlfriend I ever had. That sounds like a like a lifetime movie. 
or like a Hallmark yeah. Valentine's Day movie. Right, but I'm not like a tall lumberjack, so we gotta oh, so we gotta rewrite it a little short, bit. Short, so. stocky military. Man. Right, the hallmark the hallmark people aren't ready for this one. Like it would blow their mind if you hallmark. give them a different like, story. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So what did you? How did you know she was the one after the two weeks or the first date or two? How did you know? When I saw her smile at me, that's why I went back in because I would have never done anything like that in my entire life. But when we were crossing each other in the parking lot, I knew that she was the one. So you knew even before... Yeah, like I even told her that that night. Wow. So, yeah. You know, some no people doubt. will say that's creepy. Maybe. Or a little cringy. Could be, could be. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I think the more cringy thing is that I'm looking in every classroom of a college also trying to find someone. Very cringy. I wasn't carrying a gun, but I was in fatigues. So... <laughs> it's probably that since you were in uniform... What made you look a little less creepy? Because maybe they thought Could you be. were working or on parole, like trying to like search on for parole? somebody, or you know, <laughs> searching for someone. I don't think but, people on parole get military well, you know uniforms. I mean. Well, it's not so, parole, you know, like I'm what's not the sure word? how that like, works? Paroling, like you're out there. I, like, I don't want to stop this, so, yeah, so I'm not going to help you with patrol. Patrol, that's the word. <laughs> yeah, that's the word. You know, yeah. English language is a really difficult it's, language to master. It's a diverse and special thing, so <laughs> sit next to you. That's what my mom to say about me. <laughs> diverse and special. You thought that was your name? I thought that was. <laughs> diverse and special, get over here. <laughs> but no, that's a that's a good story. Yeah, yeah, it, it was pretty crazy. So Two weeks, and then you were gone for six months. Right. And then you guys got married like right when you got back, or? she picked me up from the airport, okay, and um, took me to the church. Really, and, and her uncle performed the wedding, and it was her brother was my best man, which I'd maybe met twice before that, and then um, her best friend was her maid of honor, and there was the cleaning lady turned off the vacuum, and uh, so she was a witness too, and we <laughs> got married, and Brittany. To show the start of our marriage, she locked her keys in the car. So we had to get a locksmith there, too. So. Wow. She told me that, um, you know, that I'd have to ask her dad. And, you know, I'm, I'm all about that. You know, I, I believe in that. And I asked him, and he said, well, we'll see about it. And I took that as a yes. <laughs> well, I guess it's worked out. Because how long have y'all been married? A while. How long's been, a while? It's been a Do good you know while, it? you know. Um, well, I won't be on. No, we're 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 working on nineteen. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, it's it's been awesome though. Like seriously, like I I know it sounds cheesy, but like we're closer now than we've ever been. Like it's awesome. Well, that's how it should be. Yeah. Right. You're each other's best friends. You get to know each other more each day, each week, each month. I mean, I'm sure you've had. Your fights and times, that's been hard and difficult, but... There's been some challenges, but yeah. it's usually me doing something stupid. I was about to say, so. you're probably in the wrong. <laughs> right. Brittany's probably right. I've met yeah. Brittany before. No, that's, it's that's it's a, it's been awesome. That's a good story. It's been, it's been a good journey. It's a very good... It's a good heartfelt Valentine's Day. Yeah, but, but it's like crazy because, like, you know, when we were, were going through getting married and everything... Everybody kind of did it really young, you know, like Brittany, I wouldn't marry her when she was a teenager. So, um, cause I told her I wouldn't marry a teenager. So we got married five days after she turned 20. And that's when you just got back to. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, um, so, so that was one of my big things. I wasn't going to marry a teenager. And, um, but like to think about it, you know, we've got a boy graduating from high school this year. And, um, Jeez. you know, she's 38. You sure about that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you sound yeah. like about the age. No, she is. She is. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty, pretty wild. Nice. That's a good story. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. So there was another part of that question that you may have forgotten. <laughs> and, um, what, what that part is, is. Austin and Mark make predictions for Austin's future spouse. Time frame, personality type, anything you're comfortable with. Uh, she's got to yeah. have a sense of humor. 
Like, 100%. You, you couldn't marry somebody without a sense of humor. Um, I can't have no, no one too serious. Like, you have to right. be able to laugh at yourself and just laugh and cut up and. Yeah. You're probably going to marry a reader because, because you I don't need read. That. So, I would so need like, that. like, I read and Brittany doesn't read. So, I think that there's a lot of opposites. That helps. Um, that yeah. Like, doing taxes or paying bills or different things like that. And you need I'm somebody in your life to help you learn stuff. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> I just fake it till I make it. Right, it's right. Worked, it's honestly it's worked out. Hey, but hey, that's it's probably awesome. gonna run out. There's eventually soon. gonna be a time you got to know something. <laughs> so, YouTube can't fix everything. Right, right. Hey, it can fix a lot of things. Though. It really can and has. Right. Like, I have fixed many cars watching YouTube. So, but definitely, yeah, sense of humor. What, what kind sure. of time frame? When, when are we gonna make Miss Deborah's day? With uh, a lady being uh, by your side. Miss Deborah would like that to happen today. Right. Miss Deborah's but, talked to me, and she would have liked it to happen a while She back. probably has. She probably has. <laughs> she likes you more than she likes me. Uh, she's a beautiful woman. I love Miss Deborah. Saint. You know, the woman's never done anything wrong in her life. She literally has got to be one of the greatest human beings. She really is. She really is. But the uh, time frame, I mean, ideally in the next... Three years for sure. Be, Next be three years, right? I don't like, be unrealistic and say six months. I mean, maybe I could have a, a Mark and Brittany hey. two week, six right. month deployment type you story. But I feel like realistically, within two to three years, that would be that would be great. I would and, like to see something. And I think maybe. you've lived enough life now that like you kind of already know what you're looking for in somebody. Mm-hmm. And if you marry somebody, you know that they, they probably do too. You know, like. Um, kind of know what they're looking for, and and so I think that 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 can help you. I don't think you'll need a long engagement or a long even dating thing. I yeah. think you'll kind of just know. I think so. Yeah, that's kind of what I, that's what I want. That would be the perfect scenario. Right. Like, I'm not saying you have to know after the first date, but like first month or two, like okay, yeah, for sure. Okay, this this right. could go long term. So yeah, wedding wise, I mean, obviously she's gonna have some say can. in it. But um, are you thinking like the big wedding or like something small? I I personally I, I I wouldn't care. It'd be whatever right. they want. It could be big. It could be small. It could be outside. It could be in a church. Like I don't really have a preference. Like, right. I would assume it would probably be a pretty big wedding because I know a lot of people. I think you know not that I think a lot of people like me. I just know a lot of people. Some people <laughs> so would want may, the free food. They may want to come for the free food. Right. Uh, are you gonna be cheap and like bring your own food type thing, <laughs> or like charge no. an admission? No, it would be ni- it'd be nice. It's I could see nice. you charging admission. No, it's gonna be nice. I mean, depending on how much I can get per head, <laughs> right? But no, it would be nice. I'd want it to be, yeah, like you no, know, well thought out and planned. But like the details that. Can so you be want it to be quick but well thought out. You can have a well thought out wedding and it still be quick. Yeah, you ever been to a wedding that's like? An hour and a half long. Like I'm not talking about the reception. I'm talking about the ceremony. Is like why you go out and have an hour and a half long I, wedding? People do. Have you, you know, I've been to long weddings. And this just is gonna there. sound bad. And it's like this is gonna sound bad, right? But you know, I'm a preacher. Is, like show Mark. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm a preacher, and <laughs> my niece Caitlin, I loved doing your wedding. The other weddings I've done, I love doing your weddings. But I, mean, I like doing funerals better. Like, not that I want any of those people to have a funeral, but, like, funerals? Like, man, you get to, like, just talk about the people's life and how great it was and just the impact they made on people, and it's done. Like, but but yeah. a wedding? It's man, those pressure. can go, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I, I remember, like, my niece had, had a beautiful wedding. Her and her husband just had an amazing wedding, and, you know, everybody put so much into it. But then it's like the wedding itself was such a small part of Mm -hmm. all the other stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I think a wedding, like a 20-minute wedding, maybe 30. I feel like that's a a good cap. No, no, like 30 minutes seems like an appropriate amount of time. Yeah. It's enough time for people. And I've been to a lot of weddings. Like I've been in a lot of weddings. I've attended a lot of weddings. You know, it doesn't take a lot of time for people to walk down the aisle. You have a special song, maybe two. Maybe if, if it's a religious ceremony, you have a prayer and a special, you know, extra. Like They're doing some thing. stuff like foot washings and stuff. I have, and... I've seen a lot. I've seen yeah. 
I've seen that. I've seen and they're salt so sweaty because they're all nervous. Covenants, rope like, covenants, any covenant you can imagine with any material. There's a there's a covenant for it. You ever seen like the salt covenant? Like people mix the salt, different types of salt, or different types of sand, tie a knot in a rope. You know, no, that stuff's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just get married. Like nobody wants to be there for all that. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like twenty, thirty minutes. Should be. I think that's a how long. How long is a thirty-minute TV show? Like not including commercials and everything. Probably like twenty-two minutes. That's what we need. Because, like you know, you know, Mama and that. Papa, they can't hold it that long, and and you know they're gonna need go they're gonna need it quick. Yeah, the reception so, can be a lot longer. That's like yeah, the party. Yeah. And, you know, there's dancing, there's food. Yeah, the married pictures. couple's not even invited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's everybody it, else. Party. That's why they come for the food. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so you know, it could be a decent sized wedding, but it doesn't have to be huge or right. you know. I'm I, open. I did kind of like since Brittany and mine was so small. I did kind of always want to give her a big wedding, like later on or like a renew vows or something. But I think it's just because I like Hallmark movies, and it makes me want to give her a bigger wedding. Did y'all have like a dinner afterwards, or did you go like to the local like Shawnee's buffet afterwards? Since <laughs> well, I don't know. We were, Tuesday. you know that. Uh, <laughs> That fancy like song, uh, we were probably Applebee's, Applebee's or something with a, like that. With a... <laughs> No, um, we were never. I think our one of our first dates was Applebee's, but we, we never really that did the Applebee's right. too much. Yeah. But um. So what? Did you never? You never had a reception? Nah, nah, we didn't do any of that. Really? Yeah, we we had our our three guests that were part of it in the locksmith. So. That could be something cool. What if you I did know, that Brittany like over invited. She kept inviting people because she locked her keys in the car. <laughs> so come on out. We're just hanging out. It, it exceeded our the, numbers. <laughs> no, but getting off the plane, I was so nervous that um, I, I had left one of my military uniforms on the plane. So and, and a really that? nice suit. No, really. Dang, Delta has it still. Isn't there a shot? One of those pilots are probably out there wearing it. Wearing it. Well, yeah. He's got to be like five foot seven towards yeah. the fit properly. So well, that, know, that's the thing about weddings. You know what I've always wanted to height, do? Like expectations for pilots to well, see over the dashboard? Well, you got to think about it. We're made for tanks at my size because, you know, saying, there's not a lot of space in there. I give you that. And uh, we got to be, we gotta be cool. bendy and crawly. <laughs> <laughs> that's the criteria, right? When right, you sign right. Up, are you bendy? But, um... No, I've always, honestly, as an adult, like, before it got fun with all these fancy dances and stuff, I kind of wanted to be a ring bearer, because I feel like my height really, you know, fits that well. Have you never been a ring bearer? No, but can I be yours? Yeah, you're the height. Sweet. I've been a ring bearer. I've actually always wanted to be one. No joke, seven times. Really? Easy. Yeah, my my parents were pastors, so they would, like, loan me out to people if they needed someone to be there. No joke. I mean to be a ring bearer. I've been best always... man, but I'm I'm over two as a best man. Like yeah, both of them were divorces. So yeah. like I'm don't let me be your best man. Like let me be the ring bearer. That sound good. <laughs> you might be better luck with a ring bearer. <laughs> I remember one time we had someone getting married in our church that we attended, and I had to be the ring bearer. I had no idea who the people were, and I remember crying in the fellowship hall because I did not want to be in this wedding, and my mom had to threaten me. Like, if you don't go down that aisle, you're going to be in trouble. So I walked down that aisle, <laughs> stiff neck, just trying not to lose it for these strangers I don't even know, carrying this little pillow with rings on. I don't even think the rings were on the pillow. I don't think they trusted me. That oh, they no. just needed me to walk down the aisle to pretend. They're not trusting the, the pillow kid. No. Yeah, they're not trusting. It's just a... No, but it's funny because, like, you're talking about a wedding where you didn't know the people. Oh, I yeah. was... I was at, preaching a funeral one time and I didn't know the people you know a lot of times as a preacher people ask you even though you don't really know them like for a family member or whatever and um I had this one guy in my church Johnny Massengale love the guy so much he's he's gone on to be with the Lord but like such an awesome man but every funeral I ever preached he was at and you know I went I, I did this one where I didn't even know the people and I was like brother Johnny do you know these people He's like, well, I saw your name as the preacher in the obituary, so I figured I knew him. And I was like, I, I don't think you know him, Brother Johnny. He's like, well, I'm going to stay in the kitchen and eat chicken then. <laughs> and he was just sitting there go, go, going at some chicken. 
in, a, in his family, they listen, and they'll know that's Brother Johnny. Like, it was the funniest thing. He's like a funeral crasher. Yeah, and and so the church that I was at, um, it was up on the mountain, and it was a beautiful church, beautiful people, but, you know, we're a little country out there. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember we had this one guy in the church, whenever one of the other churches was having a homecoming, he'd let, he'd stand up in the middle of service, I'm in the middle of preaching, and he'd be like, hey, y'all, down the street, they're having homecoming, I'm going to head out if y'all want to join me in the like middle of the, the sermon. Service. Mm-hmm. Did, people, did people go with? I mean, there might have been a few. <laughs> well, there's a movie. Have you seen the movie Wedding Crashers? Mm-hmm. Probably haven't. But it makes me think of, oh, Brother Massing. He's like the, the funeral crasher. Yeah. Oh, no. Crashing no. just for the food. But you know what? He he was good, and he would encourage people while he's eating that chicken. What? Like, he, he was an awesome man. I miss that guy. I love yeah. him so much. But, um... You know, I showed you a video earlier that I just thought was a fascinating video because, you know, sometimes kids, they um, they can do some things that us as adults would be way too nervous to do. Oh, yeah. And the video was in Australia, I think you said it was. Mm-hmm. And it was of this little girl, and she had a pet guinea pig. And a snake was eating her guinea pig. And she started whipping she, that snake around like it was Wonder Woman with her little lasso she thing. She was not scared. No. She, like, literally like a lasso. Like, yeah. She just grabbed it. I mean, it. she grabbed that sucker by the tail and just going crazy, just twirling that. I mean, that that poor guinea yeah. pig's got some trauma and oh, some absolutely. brain damage. But, um, you know, her dad, in the video later on, her dad ends up getting it released. Right. So it made me think about snakes. And... Um, I got a healthy respect for a snake. Um, I'm I'm not a fan. Yeah. Um, if I see a black snake and it's nowhere near the house, I'm gonna leave it be. But if it's anywhere near the house, even though I know the black snakes are good ones, um, I'm I'm gonna kill that snake. Um, but you know, we we get some snakes out there, you know, just because you know being out on like farmland and country and everything, it happens. Yeah. But um, we've only ever had the black snakes. But I saw a statistic, or, or you know, just a number, and it says 800,000 homes in the U.S. Mm-hmm. have a pet snake. You know what I would think would be more? Really? I feel like snakes have become a common pet. I personally would never have a snake as a pet. I'm not the biggest fan, but... A lot of people like have have snakes as pets. Those big like boa ones or whatever. I mean, yeah, but they can have like you any type of snake. I don't think it just has to be like a big boa. But I mean, eight hundred thousand is a lot of people. But so so what about this? You see that one? That girl you've been dreaming about. She has a pet snake. And she has a pet snake. What are we doing? Ooh, you know that's a <laughs> that's a good question. I don't. Know. As long as it stayed in its cage or wherever it lives in, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it stays in its cage. Like so, y'all like it's little like its pen. Y'all are it's it's getting close to, you know, it's in the winter and you're wanting to watch. It's a Wonderful Life. Got some popcorn sitting there, and you start <laughs> to doze off, and you know that there is a snake right behind the couch in its little aquarium thing. A foot and a half from your That's head. That's a good point. That's a good point. I don't know. I, I don't know if I could do it. No, I could. I, I couldn't. Like, I don't like, think I could. If I was you and I was a single guy and they had a pet snake, it's like, hey, we got to let that thing go. It wants I to be know, in the I'm, wild. I'm with you. Yeah, that thing don't want to live in a cage. I wonder why people... That thing wants to pick its own mice. Right. You ever seen a snake eat a mouse? That is... It is a... It's, it's like a car accident. You know, like where where you don't want to look, intense. but then it's like I kind of want to see, but then then you see the weird lumps, like as the, the mouse is going through them, and um, it, it's wild, like it's it's tough to watch. It's in, yeah, it's it's intense. But I used to work with this guy named Denny, and whenever he ate a Hardy's hamburger, it reminded it the me same. of that. <laughs> exactly it the same. The same. <laughs> it was it was tough. <laughs> 
So that yeah. that that guy would put so much mayo on his burger, it'd be spilling out all over the place. And uh, I, I hadn't been good for I, I hadn't been to Hardy since. It's not a good look for him. No, I, I feel like if somebody was trying to get Hardy shut down, right. that should be their advertisement. But you said, but eight hundred thousand homes have snakes. Eight hundred thousand. My my son um, Isaac he's he's got one of his best friends. She has a snake, and here's how she got. She didn't go to a pet store. She just saw one in her yard, and how put you, that thing in a, a aquarium or cage or something. And she holds that thing and pets it and like talks to it like it's a little puppy. How much does a snake cost? I wonder. Well, like, hers go was to a, free. Hers was free, but you go to a pet store. Like, how much does a snake go for? I think it probably matters how big they are, you know, because those yeah. bubble ones, you know, you can expensive. get them like a foot, but then they can be 10 foot or whatever. I mean, they're probably expensive. Like, I don't know what that snake goes for, but. I feel, I don't want you to date somebody that has a snake because I feel like I if you do, that's the way you're going out. You know, I don't think I could. I feel like the snake's going to choke you out because like that snake has had her by himself for so long and you're, you're intruding on their relationship. I mean, could you imagine watching like my big fat Greek wedding and then just seeing a snake go across the coffee table? I, I think, mean, that's a heart attack waiting to happen. I think that's like, the that... first question you have to ask a girl. If you think she could potentially be the one, do you have a snake? Would you have a pet snake? Yeah, even if she would have one, she's out. And how attached are you if you do have right. a pet snake? I mean, still. Oh, like, because if she had a pet snake, she's letting that thing roam the house. That snake's been on the couch. That snake's like she's she's cuddled up next to that thing at bed before. It is. And and wow. yeah, because you've really, you've done some research on these pets. Snakes, That's how pet people snakes. do with snakes. They do that, and they also do karate. How do you cuddle with a snake? They do. They... <laughs> Everybody that owns a snake does karate. I don't know why. That's, like I'll give you that. That's I mean, valid. that's a valid point. And they all think they're the karate kid. And then if somebody's like a boxer or something, they can beat them up. <laughs> Dang. No, seriously though, for real, everybody that owns a snake does no, karate. karate. You know that might be true. I think so. I, I think I don't know if you can find that. Well, statistic, I'm just guessing. There's eight hundred thousand homes that of karate <laughs> that, that do karate. Karate experts, yeah, at least. All right, so we talked about snakes, but yeah. what do you think the most popular pet in the U.S. is? I would have to guess a, a dog. I mean, I feel like a dog is pretty pretty. Common. I think pretty much everybody loves a dog, yeah. right? I mean, they yeah. might not want one as a pet. But, right. And, you know, they might not want an in-house dog or something. Right. But, like, I think that uh, just about everybody's going to be okay with a dog. They might yeah. not be, like, loving on it or really wanting one. But that's not that's not a deal breaker with dating somebody. If they got a dog, I yeah. think that's fine. Oh, no. That's part of the family. Dogs bring people together. You can be walking in public, you know, or on a sidewalk or like on the a greenway, you know, some type of like trail and by yourself and someone have a dog and like it just automatically people gravitate toward the dog. Oh yeah, it's like, gonna it's bring a, a smile, start. you know, yeah. like and um and so so I've got two dogs, right? We've got one, uh, Jeb, and he is awesome. He's our newer dog. We inherited Jeb. And um, and then we got a little... She's sweet to us, but she's kind of the devil to everybody else. Um, little tiny dog. It's Isaac's dog. Uh, my middle son. So, uh, you know, they do say dogs take after their owner sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he's a little feisty, yeah. and, and she's a little feisty, too. Um but she's sweet when it's just us. She just don't like other people. Well, so I feel like she's kind of like a snake. I don't feel like snakes would be friendly to, you know, guests. Yeah, I feel like they're pretty territorial. Like yeah, you know, I could be wrong about that. I don't know much about snakes, but yeah, but I'm also not trying to be a snake's friend either. So it's kind of right. like a mutual. Yeah, like we're good. Agreement. Like you stay on your side, I'll stay on my side. Uh, it's like the middle school <laughs> dance. You stay <laughs> you there. Know? The girls are all here. over on one side. The boys are on the other. It'll be good. Well, what other? What's like the next? All right. One? So, sixty-five point one million households have a dog. Okay, that, that's a lot of people. Like, I don't even know how many people are in America, but that's a bunch. That's a lot. Uh, the next one, and look, cat people, I love you, and it's nothing against you or your creature, but I'm allergic to cats. Are you allergic? I to am cats? allergic. People, like I'm, a lot of people no, say, no, dude, they're I'm, allergic to cats, and they're not really allergic to cats. I am actually 
actually allergic to cats. No, I'm but, bad allergic to cats. Like my um, son-in-law and I, we're taking our dogs. I'm taking Jeb, and he's taking his dog Ollie to uh, dog training, and they have a cat too. And just with that cat being around Ollie, like my allergies are just destroyed on a 30-minute car ride. I feel like cats think that they're smarter than people. And honestly, they may be smarter than people. I don't trust a cat. I don't either. No. They're, they're smart. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, they're, they do good things. Like, they take care of mice if you have mice or something. So, like, my neighbor's a cat person. And, you know, their cats will keep mice down and stuff. So, I appreciate what they do. But yeah. um, I'm not wanting to hang around one. I have a friend. Her name's Kristen. And she has a, a cat, and she takes the cat on. Like she has a cat leash and everything, and they go like on walks. Like people like walk their dog. She'll she'll go to the greenway and walk her cat. I think my daughter has one of those for her chicken. The she leash? has a favorite chicken. Yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah. She likes to walk her chicken. Yeah, well, you know. I mean, you can walk. You can walk. I guess you can you walk, can walk anything. anything. Yeah, leash on anything. Right. You put leashes on children. Uh, yeah. I mean, you go to like that, amusement park. That's tough though. That's tough to watch sometimes. Because, like... Or it comes in handy. I mean, we've had it for our kids at places, but sometimes when I look at it now, I'm like, that's different. Like, I mean, I I see the purpose, but, like, why can't we make it look a little more fun? Like, I don't know, give them, like, a a belt with a chain on it or something. I don't know. that might be like a report to see someone walking yeah, around with a belt true. tied around their child. I mean, I'm not I saying that's the best option, but <laughs> there right. could be better options. Yeah, like not a belt, like right. a leash, like an actual. Yeah, maybe we should be stick with a leash. You no, know I never understood, and this is just me. I personally, I'm, I'm personally not a fan of like mice or rats. I just like I, I have a phobia, I have a fear. Not gonna lie. I have a traumatic experience as a child. Talk about later. Mm. But people who have like pet, like pet mice, or even a hamster, like, oh. no, you know, do you know, do your thing. But like, that's just something I could, I would never have. Dude, I had a hamster one time, and uh, I was little, you know, and I had a few of them, and they um, got out of the cage and started making hamster babies, and those hamsters they stay busy. And uh, there's a lot of hamster babies in a short period of time, but they're oh, yeah. so weird looking when they're first born, because they don't—they're like little red things. They're hairless, right? And, yeah, 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 and it's tough, man. But I, I learned that a hamster is just like a fancy name for a mouse. I don't think they're any different. I don't think so. I think so, it's just like a, like a lot more fluffy. And then like a guinea pig's just an overweight mouse. That's yeah. So like the ugly cousin. Well, I mean. That's kind of hurtful. The guinea pig can be cute. You know what else is hurtful? What? Time belts around children and walking around with them with chains. <laughs> I mean, that's also hurtful, Mark. Look, that would be physically I'm, and emotionally hurtful. I'm just giving some ideas. I'm not I saying that's where we landed, but we but, need a. We could find something a little better than the the leash. You know where people land when they have ideas like that about children. <laughs> I love kids, just to preface that. I've got four of them. They're beautiful. I love my kids. I've never done any of that to them. I'm just trying to think, like, I mean, eventually, all all reality, they're going to have some type of, like, uh, device or something, you know, where it's like, oh, your kid's getting too far away. There's some, like, magnetic pool that brings them closer to you or something. That would be. I I bet you that will end up happening. And then watch, they'll have, like, an app you can download, so you just, like... Press your phone and stick it out. Yeah, and they start yeah. being pulled back. It's, it's like when people lose their iPhone. <laughs> like, Honestly, you could do that. Oh, like you can buy gosh, things maybe, like that for your wallet and your keys. You know, like find my keys, find my wallet. Like maybe we you just get one of those and strap it to your kiddo. I mean, we don't have to strap everything to him. Like put it in oh, their put pocket. In pocket. Yeah, Jeez. or a little necklace. <laughs> you can't get away from the leash. So, but here's the problem, right? So 65.1 million households have dogs. I don't even know how many million households there are but uh, in the U.S., but mm-hmm. uh, 46.5 million have cats. Mm-hmm. So one thing this makes me realize is the cat people are catching up to us. So we need to get some more dogs out there. Um, we don't need cats to feel superior because they already feel that way. So um, I need True. my dog people to step it up. If you don't have one and you're pondering one, let's get one. So you have birds here. Last on the list, 6.1 million households have birds. You know, my grandmother had a pet. She had a bird. His name was John Wayne. 
And she taught him to whistle at her. And so she'd walk by the cage in time. He would whistle at her. Was no, she single no at that joke. point in her life? She was. So it was just like still to get that male attention? I'm assuming. <laughs> my mamma, she was, there was none other. But she named him John Wayne because she loved John Wayne right. like Western movies. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, hey, John. And it would whistle. <laughs> I was afraid. It's like the bird version. <laughs> like, hey, girl, hey. <laughs> she told him to do it. So like, your okay, grandma. Yeah. Purchased an animal. She did. To like cat call her? I get I will think about that way. That sounds <laughs> that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. She also had dogs, you know, and she had chickens. I mean now I think you're trying to normalize it. I am. <laughs> but it was cool, yeah. His name was John. John Wayne. She had it for a long time. You know, but, I thought about getting you a fish. You know, eleven point one million have, people have, have fish. And I feel like I don't know. I don't Some, sometimes I don't, I don't think you're that nurturing. I don't want to fish. I'm, I'm really not. And I feel like you'd be more nurturing if you had something that you... De- it's life depended on you. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> I probably would. I kill, pl- I kill succulents. You know, right. Those are supposed to be the those plant are the ones that you aren't supposed to kill. Die. Oh, you can kill them. You can wow. drown them. You water them too much. Or not enough. I've done both. <laughs> well, I did look up a pet... Okay. That I think would work good for you, right? Short-term commitment. Only lives about five to seven years. It's um, low maintenance. And listen to this. It's not social. It's um, You should only have one per house. And they're not subject to separation anxiety. They're fitting for people who travel. Suitable for those who don't want a pet to live long. Right, so so it's like short commitment. We've realized is one of your struggles. But I was so a, um. I don't want a pet that's not going to live. But then you don't have to be that committed. It's kind of like the the other things in your life you're looking for. So I don't, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting too close to home. <laughs> but um, it's got a simple diet, high grade prepared food and or fruits or insects. Okay. Uh, common enough that pet stores sell food for them. Can be a little temperamental, but they tame down with the right handling. Same. You know, kind of like any it's, of us. It's me. Right? Honestly. And the animal is a hedgehog. No. Absolutely not. Everything. Absolutely not. Until I said the type of That's animal. It's a rodent. No, it's not a rodent. A hedgehog is a ro- it's basically a rodent. Okay, I played Sonic and doesn't feel like I a rodent. don't think. He's super fast. A- he does I don't think super cool actually that fast. Um, okay, so I they're played, also not blue. I, I played a lot that. of Sonic the Hedgehog, and they're super yeah. fast. How many hedgehogs you been around? Thank I you. can say none. I can say so. I think zero. I'm more the subject matter expert on that. A hedgehog? It's not just like a guinea pig. No, it's got the cool haircut. I'm pretty. It's yeah. like spiky looking. Yeah, they're adorable. That's a See? rodent. No, that that's a bad I'm, picture. That's gonna, a bad angle. I'm not going to touch that. Look, like, there's there's I'm certain angles that. that you probably look like a rodent too. Absolutely, okay? 100. So, so the but thing I'm is, not, don't, don't blame the hedgehog. All right, everybody gets a bad picture every once in a while. It's like you, you I ever mean, see cute. you ever see the bad picture of yourself and you're oh, like, my license man, picture. Is there's awful. no way I look like that. But then deep down inside, you're like, ah, sometimes I do. And like yeah. you're just trying to spend your life not looking like that. Or it's like, you know, you wake up, you know, you get ready and, you know, you have a lot of time. You put on nice clothes. You're going to work. You're looking in your bathroom mirror. Like, wow, yeah, I look presentable. I look good. You get to work. You go to the bathroom there and the lighting is like fluorescent lighting. And you look at yourself in the mirror and it's like, whoa, that's scary. You and see, those- well, well, like yours is different, right? Because you're, you're by yourself, right? Yeah. I walk past five people. Four people, and sometimes they still let me go out of the house looking the way I look. That's, there's some other rooted maybe issues. With yeah, because I want someone to call me out. Like if I look like, whoa, hey, you know what? You should go go rethink that. Like you need people like that in your life. Like right. you need people. Like, hey, I like what you tried to do there, but it really didn't. <laughs> it didn't really work out. Like right, you, it, you can do better. I would appreciate that. I'm that person. Like, if I saw, you know, someone, like, my friend, like, hey, no, let's, let's but go. But you're, like, really into fashion and stuff. I don't think like I'm you, really into you fashion. Like, you stitch fit 
and all that stuff. No, I don't. I thought you did. No. Stitch? What's that? I don't know. The clothes where you order them. Oh, no. I don't do that. I thought you did something like that. No. We talked no. about that, but I don't do that. Oh, I thought you did that because... No. Um, I, I like how you you like how you dress, but you don't like how I dress ever. And like once every maybe month or two, you'd be like, I'd wear those pants or I'd wear those shoes. So then I can tell on those days that's the few things I own that you would actually wear. Didn't we wear like the same shirt one day to work? We did. And like very similar, but like we boots or a vest or something. Like right. it was pretty identical. Like, oh. We have accidentally twinned before. Always accidentally. Yeah, I yeah, would never no. do that on purpose. Not on purpose, no. So, but hedgehog, yeah, I'm not going to get a hedgehog. No? No. What, what kind of pet are we going for? Because I, I think... I would get a dog. I would get a dog. What kind of dog are we looking for? Because I don't know. I think the Rojo family would like to help you get a dog. Well, I don't really have yard space for a dog. Right. And I do travel. That's why I don't have a dog now. And I do travel, I go back to North Carolina, visit family, things like that. You've got friends that could watch it. Yeah, but that's a big commitment. You have to, you know, it's like, hey, can you watch... Whoever You're, all these know, people are gonna eat at Marcia. your wedding, they can watch your dog. That's true, and it's expensive to board dogs. Yeah, have you looked? Like my sister has a dog. It's expensive. I would love to have a dog boarding place. That may be the dream one day. Honestly, really, you can. Like, I, you can watch my yeah. dog if I get a dog. Then, uh, probably not. But I'm it's sure exactly. somebody in your life would. I mean, yeah. I'm the ring bearer though. Like, you need somebody that's just going for food. I got a job. Yeah, you don't. Get I got paid a job at the wedding. Bearer. I know, but the, get paid. I got responsibility, so I'm not going to watch your dog yeah. and be the ring bear. You could do both. Well, but I would like a dog, though. I would like a dog. Like a little dog, or like a mid, you know, medium sized dog. Like I don't want too small, but I don't want like a Great Dane either. I mean, they're so like a stuff. forty pounder. Yeah, yeah. All right, maybe yeah, twenty five to forty pounds, somewhere between there. So, yeah, all right, so we'll look for a twenty five. One that doesn't shed. All right. Personally, I would prefer that. So maybe I've thought about like a miniature, like Golden Doodle. Or a Labradoodle, because they're just fun. And... A, a low-shedding 25 to 40-pounder. Yes. All right. That sounds good. I, I think that some of your parameters you put in life is why you're still single. <laughs> Maybe. That might so... be it. That might be it. <laughs> but, um, you know, another thing that I looked up and I want to share with you, some unique presidential pets. So think about, like, in the White House, right? We're sitting there, and there's so many cool things you get to do. And almost every president has had pets. Um, I think Donald Trump didn't have a pet, and there was like one or two others that didn't. But almost every president did. But here's some of the unique pets. One of my favorite all-time presidents, I know nothing about his politics, but I'm a fan, is uh, William Howard Taft. And uh, he had cows. You know, he got stuck in the bathtub also. That's the only thing I really know about That's him. That's the only and thing anyone knows about him. I've been him. to his house in Cincinnati. You can go, like, look at his house and go through it and stuff. It's like a national park or something. Really? Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. That is cool. But he had cows. Okay. Yeah. Woodrow Wilson, he was a big fan of, of the sheep. Had some sheep out there. Okay. Sheep. Calvin Coolidge. Sue was hardcore. He had bears. At I'm the sure White that's House. illegal now. Uh, not if you're president. I, I think you make the legals. He had a bear at the White House? At the White House. I think it was How 1923 to 1929. I've never heard of that before. Well, you know that Howard Taft was in a bathtub and got stuck, but you don't know that Coolidge had a bear? I can, yeah. I can honestly say I had no idea. Coolidge was big into animals. You know another unique animal he had? Alligator. No. Herbert Hoover did. I knew one of them had an alligator. Yeah. I could pick alligator. But you know what other place. animal Calvin Coolidge had? Is it a bird named John Wayne? <laughs> no. <laughs> he had he had people to compliment him. Well. <laughs> wow. It was a pygmy hippopotamus. Really? Yeah, at the White House. When it Where got... did it live at the White House? Like, outside? Well, I don't think in the bedroom. But, like... You just think you about think that, that, like where would they put them in the like where would they be like? In you the think back the lawn? president put a hippo in his bedroom? No, but I'm just saying where would they be kept? Yeah, it's gonna be outside. That's okay. Well, and once it got too big, it went to a zoo. But but yeah, it was a presidential hippo. 
I like a hippo. They're fun. I've never been around a hippo much. I mean, I've never, like, touched one or anything, but, like, Cincinnati Zoo has a couple. Oh, yeah. 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 But, um, no, so, I mean, that's pets, you know? That's, that about wraps up pets. I think if somebody was listening to the podcast today and they just want to learn about pets, I feel like we gave them a uh, good education on it. Yeah. A good rundown. Yeah, solid. Good little synopsis of the Super Bowl. Right. Talked about Valentine's Day and finding love in all the right or wrong places. Take it as you may. But yeah. yeah. No, that's good. That's good stuff, man. It's week five. Week five. Week five of the podcast. Well, Rojo family, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for all the support. Uh, remember, you can reach out to us through our email, uh, rojochat2023 at uh, gmail.com, or reach out to us on Facebook or on the podcast itself. And uh, we look forward to future comments from you and uh, getting back with you next week. Yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. Have a, have a happy Valentine's Day if you celebrate Valentine's Day. And yeah, we'll see you soon. 